G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz and this is episode number 14 of the Outback Mine podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me, a fellow by the name of Scott Mathers. Now Scott had tremendous gut health problems. Um, quite a few years ago, and ever since then he's been on the journey to try and help other men to be able to live better lives through understanding the connection between the gut and the, the mind and the body and the way we feel uh, within ourselves and what the power of uh, proper digestion can actually do to us to make us feel better, healthier, happier, and uh, more connected men at the end of the day. So I've known Scott uh, pretty well over the last few years, and he lives in the same location as me now. So. Uh, Really, uh, really grateful for him to uh, to make some time for us to have a chat today uh, to talk about uh, his own journey with regards to uh, his his health, his uh, mental health and physical health, and uh, where he's sort of going now. He's um, developed some products which are very helpful, which I'm sure you'll um, you'll appreciate. So, Scott, thanks very much for joining me. Yeah, pleasure. Once again, it's uh, <clears throat> always a a great opportunity to talk to people who are willing to listen and who are willing to take responsibility for for themselves um, right now. Personal health is like number one, and it? It's absolutely number one. And this year, I coined the year of immunity. Uh, it's immunity from um, all the nefarious uh, narrative that's spewing out into the um, mainstream media environment. And personal immunity, particularly uh, having high levels of, um, of nutrients flowing through the body so that you can, you know, not biologically, have to be a part of what's going on out there at the moment because mm-hmm. the the body is designed to heal itself you know that eh? it's yeah. like a biological program it's really interesting because i was just geared like everyone else out there to to treat my body with not a lot of respect uh you know and that's all about uh doing the wrong things because that's what the tv is telling me to do <laughs> i guess <Yeah. clears throat> listen this respect thing is really amazing because um, I, I woke up one day and actually way back and had that epiphany that you've just described, how um, it's not so much the abuse of the body, it's, it's the activity and the lifestyle that uh, particularly men, but, but people generally lead, and it impacts on the biology of the body as well. Mm. But um, do, do you want me to just go wind the clock back a couple of decades and oh, talk mate, a bit more the, about the, this whole the, thing? Let's, let's talk about Scotty from when Scotty was a young fella to where he's sort of come to now. The whole career, I know you were in media for a long time and, and you were good at athletics and all that type of thing. And then you sort of got to an unhealthy place. So a lot of, uh, a lot of guys will resonate with your story uh, because a lot of guys out there are struggling with their physical and mental health in many ways. So it's really good to speak to people like yourself that have their own lived experience that can pass on knowledge to others. Yeah. Uh, let me just start way back, way back in utero. Let me just um, cast uh, uh, out there and um, tap into this ancient memory in utero. Um, what happened post-war, this is my summation, may not relate to you. Yeah, you may have some connection with some of the stuff I share. You may not, but just be open-minded and filter it out and take what you feel you can use, which is really, really important because everybody's story is different, but also everybody's approach to their own healing or any health issues is different as well because of the nature of your filtering, your family, your uh, association with the medical industry, all that sort of stuff. Um, So go back to your neutro. Um, I am a soul that has expresses high levels of, of empathy. Uh, thus, when you have a, an empathic soul inside a, a biological form, that soul is also going to express empathy in, in the human experience or any other experience for that matter, but the human experience. So when you, as a child, see a parent under distress in one form or another, uh, particularly in utero and just post where the mother is um, suffering from depression or suffering from anxiety. There might be money pressures in the home and the um, father's um, not in a state of balance and um, you know, causing uh, energetic eruptions inside the house, all sorts of things. Then as a, a baby and as a child, you, you would have felt this. Uh, you would have wanted this to go away. Because essentially, those of us um, who are here now having this human experience uh, wish to do so with peace. And 
And there's a, there's a whole myriad from an integrated point of view of, of elements which are affecting personal health at the moment. And they're all external, what's coming in and how you receive them. And this level of empathy which you, you have within you, it's your, it's your, it's your essence. Um, you know, don't try and ever squash it or push it away or anything. However, one has to manage oneself through the human experience. And sometimes the pain of the human existence gets so, so much that uh, the energy uh, inside the biology of the body gathers around the solar plexus, which is right behind the gut. Mm. So there's that issue. Um, there's the uh, retardation of the nervous system because it's in a state of perpetual need to find balance. You know, plus minus, plus minus, and this thing's going the whole time. So um, fast forward, yes, between uh, the day of my birth and um, I guess to the age of about seven or eight, um, I was um, a little bugger, basically. I was, I was, you know, wanting attention um, because no one was listening to me. No one was giving me the time of the day. I had all these amazing feelings going on inside my body, but I wasn't able to express it in an environment where it was going to be received, acknowledged, and, and respected. And of course, you know, in many cases now, that's not the case. Um, so we strive for that as well. We strive for peace, we, we strive for respect, or respect to be heard. It's not necessarily nece necessary to have an opinion all the time, is it? Mm. Not, well, you know. Well, well, but we, 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 I think we intuitively know when we're young, like you, like you did, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The opinion comes later. Opinion comes later, yeah. So anyway, um, the age of eight, um, I got tonsillitis, and, and that was because of high levels of dairy, um, dairy uh, consumption. So the, the mucus production of the body was over the top. And the presence of mucus in the body indicates the presence of bacteria, which the body is trying to expel from, from its system. Hence the aggregation of bacteria in the form of mucus. Um, it's the same with pus in a wound and things like that. You gather all the bacteria together. This is, the, this is this amazing instrument that we reside in. It has the ability to expel this. So, so tonsils and adenoids come out, and then I have a polio vaccine. And it was the first year of the oral um, polio. This is back in 1950, I don't know, uh, 57, something like that, uh, 58. Um, and... And then, then I began to notice, literally weeks after this whole experience, um, that my gut was causing problems, tremendous gut pain. At that age. At that age. <clears throat> and then a repulsion. I couldn't, uh, couldn't stomach, growing up in New Zealand, couldn't stomach the uh, high levels of protein, you know, which was synonymous with those days. You know, the most important meal of the day is your breakfast. You know, you sit down to a cooked breakfast, that'll get you going. Um, but, uh, you know, in those days it was bacon and eggs and it was uh, milk and cheese sprinkled over stuff and then just massive amounts of animal protein and I began to reject it. I began to literally, I couldn't eat it any longer. So what had obviously happened is that the core bacteria of my gut had been damaged uh, during the process of the vaccination. This is my opinion, by the way. Um, and it's not about pitting anybody against anybody here with regard to personal choices. I'm just saying, it, coincidentally, this is when it all happened. And then your tonsils are a filter. So your tonsils and adenoids are very, very imperative. They are what filter out uh, all, the, all the airborne dust and mites and um, anything else which is likely to going to cause uh, antagonism to your, your uh, olfactory system. Um, and... And then I just declined from there. Um, what happened is that, uh, you know, obviously my gut had gone into a state of paresis or paralysis, as I subsequently found out, and um, lived with this poor state of digestion for 45 years. The upshot of, it, of, of all of this is, is that the body becomes deprived, <clears throat> excuse me, of nutrients. It becomes deprived of good food. One of the areas is uh, the cerebellum in the brain. The brain needs nutrients. Um, it needs to float in the liquid, just as the thyroid do and the testicles do, and the um, but not the what's what's the gland, um, the male gland. I've just I have a mental blank um, right now, but um, 
The um, uh, not in the, in the no, 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 down the base chakra. Yeah. Um, oh, anyway, uh, so all, all, all this stuff, all this stuff has to flow to nutrients um, to work properly. Well, that's when the depression began. You know, about a year after. So as a as a young child, I, I used to go in and out of states, as my mother would call it. You know, you, oh, you're in a state, lover. You know, it'll it'll pass. Um, and but what happened is that there was no nutrients getting from my gut, vagus nerve, and into my brain. So therefore, you've got nutritional dehydration, and then that brings about the weird thoughts, weird dreams hallucinations if necessary, all sorts of things which actually can be counterproductive to living a balanced life in this realm. Then, uh, I guess I just lived with it. Um, you know, I was a vegetarian. I cut out all animal products. Uh, I didn't know what veganism or anything was then, but subsequently I found out that, that um, that's what the vegans do. They cut out all animal products. And then about um, 15 years ago, had a, uh, this is the turning point, I mean, this is a crunch, uh, Aaron, you know, all the rest is sort of almost sort of boring, but I used to suffer from massive reflux, mm. like massive. Mm. Can you uh, explain a bit more about reflux? Yeah, reflux basically is when you eat food <clears throat> and the gut is in a state of paralysis and it reject, rejects the food, it pushes the food back up. So I had a hiatal hernia, um, which is the muscle that the bottom of the esophageal tract, which actually goes into the gut. And um, it's a muscle that opens and closes and allows food to just drop into, into the gut. So I had a hernia on that, so that wasn't working because when over a period of time you get so much food activity coming out of your gut, going back up the esophageal, which is totally unnatural, which contains a lot of acid, then you're going to get inflammation, you're going to get all sorts of problems. Mm. Um, so there I was, uh, sitting on the side of my bed at you know two o'clock in the morning, and gasping for breath because my lungs had actually filled up with the liquid from my stomach while I was asleep. I was I was moments away from expiring. I mean, to 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 say that it's quite miraculous that I'm here having this conversation with you today is is probably an understatement. I was so close to actually expiring mm. that um, we 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 nearly missed meeting each other. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and then the voice, the voice, I remember the voice clearly, you know, when you're sitting on the edge of the bed, you can't call a paramedic. <clears throat> I couldn't scream out, you know, no one in the house could, could help. Um, and the voice said, just, just breathe, but you need, you know, you need an empty lung to put some air in, but my lungs were full. And I just had the instinct to sort of lurch forward and then come back up. And I managed to get breath um, for whatever you know, God-given reason or otherwise, and the contents of the lung came up, just all over the place. Uh, it was a bit messy, but um, yeah, the next morning I was inspired to. Uh, I was inspired not to get pneumonia, which I didn't do, but my lungs burnt like hell for three weeks. Burnt like like chili burn. It was unbelievable. And then um, yeah, the next morning, just inspiration. What's the cause of all this? So when your gut's not working, this is the upshot of it. Guys and gals listening to this, when your gut's not working, it's, it's an inability to break down protein, um, thus, thus protein malabsorption, because it's not being broken down properly. And then the only, uh, the other word that came up for me the next morning was um, proteolytic enzyme. So it's an enzyme, any enzyme that basically goes out and seeks protein. And, um, and that was the papain enzyme from green papaya. I got hold of some and I've never looked back. Mm. who would want to look back mm. um, and then made a small business of it and um, through my Scott Matthias Raw name and then greenpapayapowder.com go and have a look go and read the information if you have got any gut issues please please they can be fixed very quickly by taking stress off the actual food breakdown processes which is what the enzyme does so you take this after you eat food uh, and then begin to look towards a life that is miraculously different from the one you're having to endure right now. So my arthritic pain disappeared. So it's really good for uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Fibromyalgia, you know, muscle issues and inability to sort of get things moving. Uh, Aching feet, which would be gout. My feet used to ache like hell, you know. 
Uh, other joint issues, I was 25 kilos overweight, so weight issues, this is brilliant for weight issues because it helps to restore and balance your fats and, and your sugars in, inside the body. So that those natural fats, those natural oils, particularly plant-based oils and natural sugars, fructose and things like that, are metabolized appropriately by the body. Because it's actually good, good, med, good food is medicine. Mm. It's as simple as that. Mm. And then it just needs a bit of, bit of help to get the machinery going. Um, so, yeah, the, the key, of course, these days, the whole system's set up Aaron, to diagnose and prescribe. Whereas I went on and, and um, studied integrative nutrition and um, sort of pulled together everything I knew and everything I had to learn, you know, all these years. And, and just make choices. And it was relatively easy to make the choices because I just knew that there were benefits. All of a sudden you weren't having the bloating or the reflux, the indigestion. The depression, by the way, switched off. Mm. Just, just completely switched off like flicking a light switch. I was going to ask you more about that. And I'm sure a lot of the people listening would like to know that may experience mental health issues with anxiety and depression and those sorts of things. You know, what is your... Uh, understanding of how gut health affects mental health? A hundred percent. Absolutely a hundred percent. If you've got a crook gut and it's not working properly and you go off for psychological or psychotherapy or anything like that, the problems will, will, will remain. It's not in your head, it's in your gut. Mm. Um, that's not being addressed by clinicians? Like they're not actually exploring that? No. Right. No, they don't see any relationship between the gut. More, look, there, there is some commentary about the gut brain and, and particularly with regard to the production of serotonin. So that happy chemical that the body produces is actually produced in the gut. Mm. So when the gut's not functioning, you're not producing serotonin, so therefore you're going to feel blue. Mm. You mm. will drop down into those, those depress, depressive states. But the moment you, you begin your day with, um, with good quality fruit, and, and there's nothing wrong with a cooked breakfast. I mean, you know, depending on what it is. It, it could be mushrooms and tomatoes or a plant-based sausage or something. I don't know. It depends what, it's, what it is and, and um, how you cook it. But the most important thing is I use fruit in the morning. First thing, I've got to eat fruit. And the enzymes in the fruit activate the colon uh, to get your bowel working. And by, by the way, every, every food that you put in your body is designed to support the body in one form or another. The body recognizes the DNA in that food, particularly good quality whole, whole plant food. That's, that's the key to it. And boy, oh boy, um, the fruit, yeah, cleans out your colon, so you start to get rid of waste, which is really important, so you're not holding on to old shite. That's really, really important, and that's a metaphor attached to that as well, mm. you know? Mm. Um, and, you know, by midday, two to three times at least, um, the passage of waste from your body should be experienced, um, which, is, which is really great. The body then is, is going to relax, enjoy its surroundings, take in the sun, uh, synthesize, photosynthesize, uh, integrate, do all the things it's meant to do during sunlight hours. Mm. And, then, um, and then at lunchtime, when I have most, eat most of my food, um, that's when I take some green papaya after it. I still take it, mm. still take it. And in the evening, just snack. So you go to bed, you know, your digestive metabolism's not under stress at night. Mm. You know, you get a chance to reset your uh, adrenals. Your nervous system can actually just stop down and be quiet. Your uh, lymphatic system gets an opportunity to drain. The lymphatic system is your septic tank. Mm. You know, this is the septic for the body. But if the, if the gut is struggling to break down food during these, uh, you know, down hours, the eight hours that we're allegedly supposed to have at night time, some people have more, um, and if it's struggling, then how can it get back into a state of balance to actually enjoy the next day? Does that make sense? Oh, look, you know, my, my awareness and understanding and talking to Mark Bunmore about this, which is, you know, he's a really uh, well-educated Ayurvedic practitioner, the, the, the next day starts well before the, the, the day Absolutely. before ends. You know, yeah. you've got to be able to prepare yourself for the, for the next day uh, by settling the body and the mind to be able to start the next day well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm a great believer in rest in the evening, great re- believer in sleep. Um, I can't just look, one of the big issues with males in particular is that in, in Australia, there's a big alcohol culture. 
And a lot of the pseudo and illusory masculinity is associated with the icons who are male and who drink alcohol. Mm. And, and that, is, that is what it is. It's an illusion. Mm. It's very important to disengage from, from the need to identify with, with individuals because they're having their experience mm. um, and you're having yours. And in my case, I, I can't drink beer or wine. Mm. Um, anymore it just it's it's the chemicals or or whatever Um, but that's not to say you know you can't have a a quiet whiskey or a gin and tonic or something like that this is not an oppressive regime Mm. it's about also looking after yourself Aaron this is really important day everybody's different Uh, so that everybody is different yeah so in in eastern cultures which we don't really appreciate here um, they, they, they have you know, different, different body types mm. and we just mark it to the one here. We don't actually recognise how the individual actually is and how their body's actually working or prescribe something because it's the mainstream thing to do. You know, the food is just sold to everyone. It's not like yeah. if you're not um, this body type then you shouldn't eat this. So really, you know, and, and we'll, we'll talk more and more about this as this podcast evolves, how we're sort of numbed down from the real truth about the way bodies work yeah well the programming that uh me as a child experienced growing up in new zealand thinking that you had to support the economy by actually eating the produce that the economy produced meat wheat dairy processed foods so on and the whole system is actually geared to the agricultural policy of australia and other western countries new zealand australia canada um, and the united kingdom um, it's, it's a form of colonial uh, nutrition, basically, and we're all pushed through the eye of a rather toxic needle. Uh, unless, of course, you, you know what's going on with your own body and you take control. Mm-hmm. But let me assure you that um, approaching 70, and this is a joke to, to, to anybody listening, you know, the beautiful thing about having good nutrients flowing through your body, you've actually put off the process of death, so you're not actually dying body cells under under stress as a result of poor diet lifestyle you're actually slowing down the aging process uh, which is which is remarkable now i feel that you probably get someone who wants to throw some scientism in there but you know go ahead you go prove it yourself but i know what i feel and it's a sense of longevity Um, it's a sense of biological mastery from the point of view of knowing what's going on in my body um, you know, some guys know the engines of their Fords better than they know their bodies, mm. you know, or someone's tinkering with the Corvette out the back. They know that better than they know their bodies. Mm. Um, so it's really important. Yeah. It's amazing when something's wrong, how automatically we go to outsourcing it. Yep. Uh, if we're actually able to like just turn inward and feel what's going on and then be able to um, have self-intelligence so we can actually understand what it is and okay, this is what I need to do to get back in balance again. We're getting lessons from, from nature all the time. It's some, some, some animal or whatever is sick. Mm. They'll just go and rest and fast and not give their body any, any uh, challenges. All the energy will go towards that healing. We don't, uh, we don't seem to do that here. We, we, we tend to outsource it very easily. One of the underlying features of actually uh, going into your body and feeling the feeling is you, you, dab, you develop very strong personal intuitive skills. You, you start to hear a voice in your head remind you of certain things. You know, the voice very clearly will talk to you and it'll talk to you just by either a word or via a phrase or a statement or a sentence or something like that. And, and that's, that's a byproduct of basically purifying the system because, you know, we're just receivers and transmitters. That's what the human form is. Uh, biotransductional um, computing device, biological transductional is electrical. Yes, it computes. Yes, it identifies DNA, which comes into the body. But it's the most beautifully designed system of existence for a soul that I can I can touch. Mm. It's it's pretty pretty perfect. Mm. The only degradation occurs when people are thrust into lifestyles which impacts on the biology of the body. Mm. So from an integrated point of view, where you're at in terms of uh, where you live, um, the joy or happiness that you either experience or do not experience in employment, the nature of your relationships, particularly with your close emotional relationship, um, who's not necessarily your supporter or someone who's going to hold you up or be your crutch, 
Uh, sometimes it's as simple as just having someone in your life that can actually hear your words as you describe what it is that you're experiencing. And that's a whole nother level of the psychology of, of gut health and response to your relationship with your, your near world. Mm. Um, I mean, the pressures on people at the moment uh, who are actually in the program, get married, have children, get a mortgage, uh, work like, like hell for 60 years, um, get to the age of retirement, you're absolutely stuffed, you're half dead, you look back over your shoulder and you wonder what the hell happened. You, you literally turn over and you say, wow, what happened? Because, you know, for those of you who are listening to this uh, over the age of 50, you probably realise that things have gone real quickly. You're now into the second half of your life. And yet, look at all the shambles that you participated in in the first half of life. Well, all that has to change. First step is get your, your, your um, digestive metabolism working particularly well and become more aware with your immediate food choices and then things begin, begin to happen. And as a good human being that all of you are, things like shame that most people actually experience um, is easier to be handled. For instance, um, you know, the, the, biolog the biological principled human, that's what you want. So if your biology is not working, you can hardly work your principles. And most people are good. Mm. You know, they just want to be in a loving, caring, compassionate space. Mm. And that's where it's at. But it's really, to, really difficult to do that if you're crook. Well, exactly. And, and a lot of us experience that illness. Um, I know I was a young fella, <clears throat> like early, I had a brain tumor removed. And <clears throat> a few years later, I got uh, glandular fever and measles and mumps. And I got, you know, all these things. Like It was like the whole childhood was just full of sickness. Mm. But you weren't, uh, that wasn't respected. It was all about, you know, being able to perform and keep up with everyone else. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, childhood yeah. sickness is taken as the fait accompli, but it actually mm. shouldn't happen. Mm. When you think about it, if everything's in balance, you will not get the illness and the, mm. the dis-ease that is floating around the planet. Listen, we don't need to go in and, and talk about the whole nature of the, of the sickness industry. It's massive, but you've got to make a choice whether you want to be a part of it or not. And the first choice that you can make is actually tidying your food intake up, uh, using something like my green papaya powder, to get your digestive metabolism working. And by the way, it'll remove any uh, protein inflammation in the small and large intestine. So other conditions like celiac diverticulitis, which I had you know, around my ileocecal, which is the, the, the valve from your small intestine into your large intestine, that, that became quite inflamed as well. So all that disappears, parasites disappear, uh, the body's 80-20 alkaline acidity balance begins to kick in again. So you're operating around 6.8 to 7.2 in your alkalinity. Um, and these are little tests that you can actually do yourself with litmus paper. Mm -hmm. You know, you can, you can be your own doctor and physician. Mm -hmm. You can absolutely be your own doctor and physician. She's saying che checking your pH levels. Yeah. Just like someone that's got a swimming pool dust. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, the swimming pool's checked more frequently than the human body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, urine is the best um, way of doing it. <clears throat> Saliva is okay, but urine is basically a whole body liquid post-production. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like it's a byproduct of the breakdown of food or the um, removal, of, and, removal and, and, and absorption of nutrients, removal of nutrients from food, and then their consequent absorption. Mm. So just peeing onto a strip of litmus paper uh, you know, in the morning every now and again and checking it against the colours that come with the box mm. is important. Um, I do consultations with individuals too. I want to mention that because some people are so clouded by uh, fear around what they should do and what they shouldn't do that as an integrative um, holistic health counsellor, I am able to actually help people through a thorough health assessment that brings them to a point where, okay, what to do from 4am to midday, which is your elimination period, and then what to do from midday to 8pm, which is your ingestion, digestion, and you begin the absorption period. Uh, what you do from 8pm to 4am the next morning, which is largely your fasting period. Um, we already fast um, 56 hours a week, use that fasting time productively mm. and powerfully. Mm. And, um, you know, doing things, Aaron, which nurture your experience here is really important. I mean, this is a holistic approach. It's not just, you know, one either, first of all, one size doesn't fit all. I acknowledge that. But it's also, you know, doing a number of things that actually support you as a human being, you as a spiritual being having the human experience 
to, that supports that experience. It's really, really important. Um, things like creativity improves, you know, um, scholastic ability, academic ability, call it whatever you like. Things improve dramatically, relationships improve. Uh, you're still going to be fraught with the ups and downs of relationships, but you know, a lot of the bitterness, acrimony, anger and stuff goes out of relationships when your gut is working. So for a guy, that's really, really important. Feeling better. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I see guys in this, and there's a degree of frustration about, you know, trying to make life work. There's so much pressure. I can give you my, my example. <clears throat> this is very personal, but I, I, I think about this all the time. But I remember sitting there one night eating... Um, I made some zucchini noodles with, with fresh tomatoes and parsley and that and I just felt amazing and, and like I'd been feeling good for a long time and I, I said to my wife I said I feel unbelievable and she made me feel bad <laughs> because I felt good yeah. you know uh, and, and unfortunately we went separate ways you know not just because of that situation but you know I was going in a whole, whole new direction because I'd started to take responsibility for yep. myself you know, and uh, that that's that's a real juggling act if you're in a relationship and you want to take care of yourself a bit better. You've got to have your partner support you. Yeah, and there's no easy solution to that other than if you've got your partner supporting you and there's true love in the relationship, mm. um, then you'll have that equanimity, you'll have that balance, you know, like your wife will accept the ideas uh, that you're proposing for dinner tonight or for lunchtime or something like that. Mm. Um, and that's a very, very important thing. So from an integrative point of view, that is your um, primary nutrition. Your primary nutrition is your relationship with your external world. Mm. So if your relationship with your partner is not working or there's acrimony, um, there's constant bickering between the two of you, uh, there's constant put down by one or the other, there's the existence of cynicism, you know, a year, Oh yeah, nah, you know, like, and that's a lack of respect for your your uh, essential truth. When there's a put down like that, uh, just skepticism, um, constant, constant um, bickering around. Uh, yeah, we'll prove it. Things like that. Mm. So the idea is you you have to go inside yourself and deal with it just quietly and do things that actually support you as an individual rather than than finding yourself subsumed into a relationship, you know, and you start to live your partner's relationship or you start to act and respond in a way to actually ensure that there is continual peace, that there's no blow up, um, you know, and that's, that's unreal and over, over time that's going to screw you up and cause major problems. However, having said that, you can manage your way through with greater clarity and find solutions to a relationship breakdown or conflict in a relationship when you're healthy mm. it's so much easier yeah, yeah. so much easier yeah, you're not feeling clouded and and, and uh, you know uncertain and unsure yeah it makes yeah. a world of difference so there are a number of key factors but i you know the best thing i can do particularly the best uh, thing i can share with you based on my own experience is you start the day with a bowl of chopped fruit dates walnuts are really good good for brain activity good for the male um, testicles and things like that um, you know, light vegetable-based lunch. But if you want to eat some of the vegetable-based alternatives at the moment, that's fine. But it's the same if you eat processed food every day or regularly or every meal, there will ultimately be, be a problem. You need to be able to withdraw the sunlight, the sun energy from the food. Yeah. You need to be able to have a gut metabolism that's pulling out all the, all the vitamins and the minerals, the trace minerals so that when that chime after it's been mixed with liver juices and pancreatic juices is fully ready for the small intestine that's where the absorption occurs that's mm. where the nutrients are then just fused into the bloodstream mm. you know and it's farmed up to the brain it's farmed down to your little toe it's mm. it's remarkable and things are working and, and really you know we talked uh, i talked to uh, someone recently about this uh tom cronin uh, he came on the podcast before you like when the, when the red light goes on, we're getting a sign in the body that something's wrong uh, and we, we just ignore it. Uh, usually, we, um, if it's in, a, in our car, we'll go and get a check, but we, we don't. Mm. So my observation is if I see something happen in my body, what's causing that? Why? What have I consumed that's actually caused it? What's the environment that I've been in? Have I been under stress or whatever? So the body is smarter than us. Mm. Primarily, it's giving us these signals. We just don't know how to understand and read it. And 
Well, make time for that because, you know, oh, no, no, I'm too busy. I've got to fly out the door to work. But all of a sudden your body is just given, gets in the back seat Mm. while you're in the front seat driving your company car to work. Your body's actually in the back (laughs) saying, listen, what about me? What about me? That's right. Yeah, I agree. And it's about being able to tune in. Yeah, Eastern cultures talk a lot about sadness, setting yourself up in the day so you tune in with your body and you're more in balance rather than in the mind. So you just head out the door and you're, you're fixed in the mind to the end of the day when you crash, look for booze or whatever to be able to sort that. Yeah. But if you can get into your body early and have the gut working well, then you're going to feel well. Your relationship with yourself is going to be better than everyone else around you. Um, tell me, Scott, what are some of the things that people can do with regards to supplementation like magnesium? What are the benefits of that? Yeah, that? I'm often asked, you know, what supplements do I take or do I need? Well, first of all, as a vegan, a whole food plant-based vegan, I'm actually not deficient in anything because my gut is running and I do take um, the equivalent of, you know, just a very, very flat teaspoon of, of green papaya powder in water after my main meal so that those particles can integrate with the food that I've ingested and actually help to break the food down, break the proteins down. So that helps tremendously. So I'm actually getting good juice in my bloodstream. Mm. Um, so the only uh, supplement I take is interestingly enough a half a Blackmore's Biomag in the morning and the other half in the evening. That's magnesium. That's straight right. magnesium, yeah. Right. And then I take, um, I use a mag- magnesium spray on my body after every shower. Uh, so that magnesium is like air, water and magnesium. It's actually part of the metabolic requirements of the body, one, two and three. Um, it maintains the production of, um, of enzymes. It uh, maintains uh, a very balanced and comfortable um, um, nervous system so that you can actually get through the day so much easier. It's very, very important. Uh, it means that the gut muscle is not constricting itself in any way. It's more relaxed. And, uh, yep, some people, uh, magnesium and digestive metabolism is not a good mix, which is why I use the uh, transdermal magnesium, which is actually more effective. It gets into your bloodstream so much faster. Mm. Um, so I've got some of that on the website as well, scottmathiasraw.com and uh, greenpapayapowder.com. That's the only thing I use. I just magnesium, green papaya, plenty of water, mm. healthy food. Um, do I need B12 because I'm a vegan or, or, or whatever? Not really. I love mushrooms. There's a tremendous amount of B12 in mushrooms. Mm. <clears throat> and um, sometimes I'll eat a gluten-free pasta and make a mushroom sauce with coconut cream and put some um, nutritional yeast in it, which is also full of B12. So I just know, you know, consciously when my body needs stuff and that sort of determines what food I'll eat, you mm. know, today because mm. I don't eat the same food every day, mm. yeah, you good, know. Good, good. But um, I'm pleased to say I can eat some bread now, which is good, but I, I still take the green papaya after it and um, I take a lot of care. Mm. And I put on a bit of weight, I put on a few kilos. Um, sometimes the weight thing is a protection mechanism. You know, um, you put on a bit of weight to sort of like your armour. But uh, I I, I found once I lost it, just my whole thinking process changed. Everything changed. Yeah, I agree. When when that front body is... uh is, is overactive uh, and you're carrying like kilos. I see you know, a lot of guys with, with guts mm. and, and they've got to be in digestive distress all the time. Uh, and, and I mean that with full respect, like we don't understand because that's, that's the way we just think we feel. Once you actually lose that and your body comes back to, to, to balance again, you, you lose that gut, uh, the mental clarity comes because you, you, your body hasn't to, hasn't got to deal with carrying that, those extra kilos on your front. Yeah, and that's actually, uh, you know, fat, um, uh, high concentration of cellular mass under the skin, fat, um, mm. is really just a byproduct of a very slow, sluggish digestive metabolism, mm. uh, i.e. the wrong food that's being eaten, the body's inability to identify what that food is, mm. uh, extra- and then its inability to to extract any nutrients from the dead food. Mm. So you've then got a problem with the way fats and oils, fats, fats and oils and sugars are being dealt with inside yeah. the body. They're, they're, the two, they're the two major components of any food that cause an issue. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty mind-blowing. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just so grateful that I'm alive. I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity to speak. And now, um, particularly in the last uh, 12 months or so with the CV, 
pandemic. Um, what we have, of course, is people reassessing their values and actually, you know, this is a, this is a, a message, you know, please take, take note of what you've been thinking about in the last 12 months. Yes, your doubts about the um, propriety of the politics and um, their concern about you as a, as a healthy individual is not what it's cracked up to be. We do not need this external help. The body's defence mechanism and its ability to withstand the onslaught of, um, of, of high-level laboratory manufactured uh, viruses is quite remarkable. We have the ability to ward that off. Mm. And um, if you're in doubt, just hit your body with heaps of vitamin C, vitamin D, which is sunshine and zinc. Mm. And they are the trace mineral foundations for your immune system. Mm. adrenals everything just you you, you've got to enable every element of your your biological machinery to work efficiently Mm. and sometimes those those particular supplements are good Um, it's also you know really important obviously modern life denatures is a lot in a tram in a car going to work um, copies getting into the office sitting behind a desk on your bum um, looking at a screen under a fluoro light how unnatural is all of that? Yeah, that's right. But we've just been conditioned to think it's normal. Yeah. Uh, and health systems and that are, are not doing much to change that. So it's actually like understanding if you're not feeling a certain way. And we'll talk about the three o'clock fuzzies and everything. Like yeah. it's normal, but it's not. Because our nervous system and our, our body's so out of balance that we're looking to try and get a sugar hit yeah. to make ourselves feel temporarily good again. But let's actually look at why that's happening, you know. And the lead up Um, to that. Yeah, what's led up to it? Not just uh, look for an intervention, perhaps. I guess that's really important uh, for people to to actually explore that because we're we're certainly doing things that are leading us towards disease unless we're conscious of it. Mm. Oh, look, the the answer to all the woes of the problem are within us. They're not out on the street corner holding a placard. That's not going to help anything mm, unless right. there's several million people are marching against the um, proposed legislation that goes against the fundamental rights of human uh, free, freedom to travel and civil liberties, then mm. I agree. But essentially, you know, when it comes back to health, you, you have to make uh, the decision about where you're going. I'm here to help those of you who are struggling just to get some form to your day. Because I think if you get a bit of structure, and it's okay to have structure, even if you have a nine-to-five job, if you, if you say, well, I'm going to put structure into my job to save my life, mm. rather than structure in, in, sorry, I'm going to put structure into my life to save my job, rather than put structure into my job to save my life. Yeah. The yeah. latter doesn't work. That's true. You've got to uh, put structure into your life. The, you know? the, the, the job is like, you know, we're, we're at a stage now where there's a lot of our elders had one job and they stayed in it for life whereas now in this society we're changing jobs consistently we're putting a lot of energy in our jobs and not a lot of energy into ourselves and we're going to come out of that job thinking what the fuck was i doing yep. uh you know i've earned good money but now i've paid for it like a lot which happens in the mining industry and you know big paying um jobs uh primarily but we've got to really look after the vehicle that's actually um taking us there to be able to do these things because if we're not then There'll be consequences. I guess I've seen it too much to not uh, speak up about it. Hit the age of 60 and the body starts slowing down. Things Mm. begin happening, Mm. happening, lower back, knees. Those particular uh, parts of your body, those limbs or those organs that were put under stress during your working career, the moment you slow down, they release, they they slow down and they start issuing forth their pain because it's just been contained for so long in Mm. in a stressful stressful. Um, constrained, constricted, you know, fashion. Mm. Um, yeah, we have to stop trying to compensate. It's really important, you know, really important. The idea is if you're feeling sh- shitty, you know, it's not about going to the liquor cabinet or it's, it's not even actually going to a painkiller. It might even be having a number of glasses of water. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, it's the other thing too. I can't take painkillers. I can't take um, your pharmaceutical um bits and pieces because my body just totally rejects it you know Mm. um let me just turn that off so so again being mindful and being aware aware of that is is so 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 important you know so important yeah it's uh it is mate and um uh quite often i see people 
that that are, are being prescribed medication, they'll they'll get up their dose if it's not working. But sometimes it depends on the situation. Everyone's different, but it's just a matter of being able to uh, explore why a reaction's happening. Perhaps um, you know that. That, that could be um, physical or, or above the shoulders with regards to the way you're feeling. Um, well, I, I have a lot of abuse um, experience in, in, in the clients that I work with. So a lot of abuse as, as a child. Mm. And the abuse could come as mental, emotion and physical and sexual abuse, mm. both uh, young boys and girls. It's trauma. It's trauma. And that yeah. trauma actually exists inside the body. It stays mm. in the body. And, of course, it affects the body. Um, overt um, thinness if you've got the skinny body and you're not actually absorbing nutrients is is a, another sign that there's an issue just as there is overweight mm. and a fat body um, but you know it's it's coming apart and it's not necessary to actually delve into the story because I'm not a psychologist I'm not trained in that area but I am trying to look at the integrative aspect of the continuation of, for instance, um, repetitive thinking. Mm. And repetitive thoughts, particularly when your head hits the pillow, is directly related to digestion. Mm. Mm. Directly related to digestion. You get your digestion going, that mind slows down and there's no, no repetition. Because it's, going, it's, in, it's living in a state of perpetual trauma. Mm. That's what depression is. Mm. It's actually trauma of the mind. Mm, mm. You know, depression means it's the motion of depression drop down, and it's more like um, yeah, dehydration and, and just a collapse of the cerebellum. You know, when there's no fluid or no nutrients in it. Mm. Um, but I found it can be quickly, quickly dealt with. Um, if you if you want to go down the traditional uh, course of of action or response dealing with depression, it's fine, but. Try adjusting your diet first and see what happens. Mm. And talk to me. If you want to talk to me, uh, just come through my website, scottmathiasraw.com or the greenpapayapowder.com. I've got, I've got consultation uh, product in there as well, you know, for 90 minutes of full-on um, consultation with a thorough health assessment, mm. which is probably the best investment most people make in their lives who, who do work with me because that sets up a foundation for, their, for them to go forward and to develop that ability to respond mm. responsibility mm. and learn awareness responsibility we say it too quickly don't we mm. so we've got the ability to respond a certain way yeah yeah that's... and then that takes mental strength mm. um the ability to actually rationally weigh up the argument you know weigh up the pros and cons or weigh up um negative and positive what are you feeling what does this mean and having that internal dialogue is really important aaron mm. um, very few people talk to themselves mm. um, and i've noticed in the last few months particularly i'm talking more and more to myself i'm asking myself the question and listening for the answer because the answer to all of this is within and these answers are coming to the surface now mm. yes which is why I say if you're getting your diet and you get your food intake up to scratch your levels of personal intuition begin to become more powerful and responsive and you can actually have these meaningful, really, really clear dialogue, uh, conversations with yourself without the need for any, any external translation. Mm. You're not going mad if you have a conversation with yourself. So you can teach people how to do this? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Good. We talk about that. That's part of the... The 90-minute session, there's a whole lot of key uh, elements which are, um, are provided to the client to go away with. And then part of the ongoing work, which is also part of the original cost, is a follow-up. Mm. So I'm with you for, for, for the next you know, six months or a year. Mm. You text me, you send an email, um, and as long as you're not haranguing me every moment and you are taking responsibility, that's comfortable for both of us. But the main thing is for you to take away what I share with you and make it work for you or modify it. We talk about modification. Mm. I'm up at four o'clock where I'm a shift worker. You know, I wrote a book called The Ultimate Gut Fix, which actually had a section in it about shift working, what you should do, what, what, what the best recommendations that I can make for eating or taking in liquids uh, on a night shift mm. and, and actually preserving the health of the body because this, this takes years to overcome, particularly if you're working shift work. Mm, yeah. Because the whole circadian rhythm and the whole metabolism of the body everything is just turned upside down it's so unnatural to sleep during those sorry to work during those hours of, yeah, of yeah, sleep that's true we don't really honor recognize that as much as what we possibly could 
Scott, that's uh, a fascinating conversation. I'm sure there'll be lots of people out there that will get benefit from this. And uh, I encourage people to touch base with Scott to, uh, to further inquire about how they may be able to improve their physical and mental health through diet. I know certainly wholeheartedly myself, the way that I, I, I see my diet has certainly changed my mental health uh, in many ways. So it's a lot, uh, a lot more to it than what we uh, appreciate and understand. So. And just as an introductory offer to you and to your audience and to those of you who are listening, I've got a, a secret code for free postage, basically, on the scottmathiasraw.com website. And it's FB3. Use that FB3 coupon as you go out the door. And that's my gift to you and to your, your listeners today. And uh, that means that your first, your first order, uh, Green Papaya, uh, comes to you posted free and that's my my uh, investment in you those of you who are listening and your ability to actually make these profound choices and in doing so not only do you help yourself you help your partner your family and your community and the planet ultimately so so scott s-c-o-t-t-m-a-t-h-i-a-s r-a-w.com scott mathias raw.com and green papaya powder.com and the information sections in there there's some really beautiful testimonials from people over the years now you know folks just i've been doing this for 14 years i've been saying telling the same story for 14 years and i and i'm not going to stop i'll keep going because you know, you want to transcend a lot of the problems and the shite that's going on on the planet. You've got to be strong enough to be able to resist the the desire to stay in the program or be programmed. Mm. You, you know, the idea of actually just removing yourself and having an objective relationship with the world. Go in, do what you need to do, come out again. You're, you're in the world, but you're not of the world. Mm. No, that's true. Absolutely. So I think... It's a fundamental period in humanity where we can start to evolve now and become more conscious with the way that we see our lives, uh, our relationships with ourselves and our relationships with others in general. So appreciate your time, Scott. Uh, if anyone wants to touch base with, base with me, you, you uh, know from previous podcasts, support at outbackmind.com.au or the website www.outbackmind.com.au. I'm going to hopefully get that improved, that website soon and get this podcast uh, out there more and more to people throughout regional Australia. So if you have an interesting story or you have someone that you know that may be a really fascinating guest to bring onto the podcast here, let me know and uh, we'll, we'll talk more because I want to try and bring more people like Scott that are living in um, these regional areas that have got such tremendous knowledge to be able to help other people uh, improve their lives. So appreciate your time for being here, guys. Thank you, Scott. Pleasure. No worries. And uh, we'll talk to you soon with another podcast coming up on Monday. Cheers.